Well, hello, folks, and Happy New Year. Welcome to Geeking with Destination Venus. Reggie here again with not the opening to 2024 that we'd anticipated. Not to put too fine a point on it. So far, 2024 has been a disaster. I'm not going to go into details because it's all complicated and not really important. Suffice to say that I am not in a position to record a full episode this week, and normally that means I would drop in one of the pre-prepared episodes that I have on standby for just this eventuality. However, I am not in Harrogate, and um, my laptop is, and that is where all of the spare emergency shows are stored. So I have very quickly downloaded Audacity into somebody else's computer and um, am recording this a little bit on the fly and I don't have time to record an entire hour. So what I have done is gone on the internet and found a very early episode of The Geeks at the Gate. Long time listeners may remember as the original version of this show back when it wasn't just me screaming into the void and I've gone all the way back to the distant and heady days of 2016 to bring you an episode about Firefly and Serenity. It was recorded, I should tell you, in a more innocent time, in a time before we realised that Joss Whedon was a sex pest, in a time, well, before quite a lot of things just generally in the world had gone wrong. I should probably flag a couple of things that we will talk about Can't Stop the Serenity Harrogate, which is a thing that we did but we're not doing again. And it was also recorded in the old shop which again, long-time listeners may remember, was not acoustically necessarily the best place in the world. And the intro, which I've decided to leave in, was recorded in my dining room, yes, which is where I normally record the show, but um, on a mic that I had to retire because it wasn't very good. So apologies for the sound quality. I'm a much better sound engineer now than I was then. So it doesn't sound as professional <laughs> as the show normally does. And yes, I can't keep a straight face at that either. But recent conversations in the shop have led me to understand that there are some people out there who've never seen Firefly. So when I found this Firefly Serenity discussion thing, I thought now's a good time to share it again, because if you haven't experienced the Firefly and Serenity thing, you should, because it really is. The best, shiniest, most Goram wonderful space western in the whole of the verse. With that, I'm going to hand you over to, to Mal and Zoe and past me and past Steve and past Helen. I'll be back with a little bit more talky talk at the end. But for now, you can't stop the signal. Here's the guy here just in the nick of time. What does that make us? Big damn heroes, sir. Ain't we just... Welcome, you big damn heroes, you, to the Geeks at the Gates, episode six. Um, I would just take uh, a little second just to apologise for the sound quality of the intro. I don't know what's going on with my microphone, but I'm sitting here in my dining room and it sounds like I'm talking from the bottom of a bucket. Um, I assure you, the sound quality on the rest of this thing is better than this. This week, I am joined by original Geek at the Gate, Mr. Steve Dempster, consulting geek, king of geeks, geek pub quiz master, moderately sane scientist. He wants me to drop that. I'm not going to. Uh, and also the very wonderful Helen Dempster, queen of geeks. 
presumably, because she's married to the king. Not that we like to define people by their spouses. Uh, yoga teacher and all-round centre of calm. And we got together to discuss Firefly and Serenity. Possibly the shortest-running, most popular sci-fi western of all time. I don't think anyone can really disagree with that. Uh, we're going to get into why. We're going to get into what we love about it. We're also going to promote Can't Stop the Serenity Harrogate, which is part of the global Can't Stop the Serenity thing, uh, showing the movie Serenity in order to raise money for Joss Whedon's favourite charity, Quality Now. More information on that at CSTS... No, don't call it that. Steve will be cross. More information on that at Can't Stop the Serenity Harrogate on Facebook and indeed CanstopTheSerenity.com online. If you want to know more about Equality Now, the charity that benefits from all of this, then go to EqualityNow.com. Um, fantastic charity. We fully, fully, fully support it. We also took a little bit of time to address the elephant in the room, uh, to which the comments, accusations, assertions, I'm not quite sure what you'd call them, um, made by Mr. Whedon's ex-wife about Mr. Whedon's behaviour whilst he was married um, and whether it does or does not conform to the high feminist ideals that he sets himself or at least espouses because uh, it would appear that if his ex-wife is taking the tr telling the truth and we have no reason to disbelieve her that he fell rather short to say the least of those ideals uh, whether that makes him a hypocrite whether that affects how we should view the work um, nearly, if I'm honest, cut the whole thing out because we don't know anything, really. But in the interest of honesty, full disclosure, and the fact that someone's bound to ask if we don't address it, um, I've left it in there, but I've put it in as its own little separate thing. So be aware that that's going to happen. Uh, so, yeah, um, there may be an advert or so to come up in the next minute or two. But apart from that, let's just get into it, shall we? Let's get started. We are here to talk about Serenity. I think before we do that, I think we'll address the news because we're topical like that. Uh, so, unless anybody's seen anything that I haven't seen and has anything to add, we under I understand that there is a little bit of controversy surrounding Joss Whedon at the moment. All I've seen is that his ex-wife has accused him of serial philandering uh, and questioned his feminist credentials on that basis. He's quite the philodendron. Continue. Yeah. This is a serious um, subject, huh? And, you know, and there has been... Do you know what? We live in a world where the internet exists, so of course there's been a lot of comment. Uh, look at us! Commenting! I don't know. I've been kind of hiding under a rock. I've kind of missed it. Really, I don't know well, all the, the ins and outs exactly. of it, other than it sounds like two people in a relationship that's ending aren't getting on very well, and one person is using the media to attack the other one. Could be. I um, mean, I don't know. Even if... Yeah, if... if let, let's take his ex-wife's statement at face value. Let's say he did this thing, or, or these things, repeatedly. Is he denying it? A lot. <laughs> um, he hasn't denied it. Uh, his only response that I've heard, at least, he said that the, his wife's statements contain some inaccuracies. He hasn't said they're not true. Right. He says that they contain some inaccuracies, but that he's not going to comment further because <laughs> he doesn't want to cause... Yeah. 
for me, I just I, I question everything I read immediately because you know we can't just believe everything face value. Um, also, it's none of my business. It's not my relationship or my marriage. And I don't know. I mean, if it, even if it is true for me, it hasn't taken anything away from. I don't like Serenity and Firefly less. I don't like Buffy less. And everyone's sort of saying, well, he hasn't got these feminist values that he thought he had. But that doesn't make Buffy uh, less of a strong just female well, Also, character. I mean, you can... I mean, we, we said this before we started recording. I think, I think you can be somebody mm. who holds high principles mm-hmm. and who strives to live up to high principles yeah. and still be a morally flawed human yeah. being. Do you know what? I've never cheated on my wife. Way, well done. I, I don't expect a medal for that. Neither have I. Um, oh, well done, Steve. <laughs> of course, you, it, of course you've never cheated on my wife. <laughs> <laughs> have you never cheated on me because you know that you'd never do any better? That is true. And I know where all your rare comics are. That is also true. <laughs> my, 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 wife has, sh- my wife has pointed out that she's really good at lighting fires. <laughs> um, but I don't believe I ever would. But that's easy for me to say. I'm not just Whedon. I don't have nubile, attractive young ladies throwing themselves at me. But you own a comic shop. How is that not happening? I know. I don't understand it either. <laughs> Where are all the ladies? Um, so, you know, it, it's, yeah. it's difficult for me to do I mean, I don't want to say... I'm, in fact, not only do I not want to say, I'm not saying boys will be boys. No, no. But, what I, say that. but what I am saying is it's easy to give in to temptation when mm. temptation is... And, and you shouldn't. And I don't endorse it. And it makes you a morally flawed human being yeah. and a bit of if you do. And it does seem as well that anybody who has a relationship in the entertainment industry doesn't have a long lifespan of that relationship. Oh, they all, there's, whatever it is that happens in the Harry, entertainment industry, they always seem to end up getting married, getting divorced, yeah. separating. Harrison Ford dumped his wife for Callista Flockhart. I don't dislike Han Solo. No. You know, it's difficult. It is, yeah. But, but so how I, many? He, he did have. He did have a quote when he was talking about. I can't remember where this was at one of the conventions or, or on one of the DVDs talking about Firefly and Serenity. And he basically said, you know, when you're making a show that you love this much and it's being cancelled, it's it's not good for your health. It's not good for your marriage. And he sort of mentioned this, and you think, yeah, the amount of stress that he's been through. I'm sure he's been I'm through. I'm not saying, you know, that that's well, going, okay, yeah, going through. This, but when he did the Avengers, he, yeah. he finished the Avengers, and he was meant to go on holiday with his wife. And in the end, he turned around and said, "Actually, can I make a movie here at home?" And she said, "Fine." Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's obviously had yeah. thoughts of of staying with his family in the past. It's not something that he thinks right. I'm having. Yeah, affair and then leaving. I, I mean, you know thing, what? I, I think. Can I just? I think we've talked enough about this because it is generally yeah. just say it's I all think, hearsay. It's I think generally, I, 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 I think we needed to acknowledge it because yeah. if we hadn't, people would have wondered why we didn't. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's our little two penneth as a, a group on the whole Joss Whedon breaking news. I don't. We really don't have anything to add. Nothing's condoned. Nothing's considered acceptable. Um, no one is above criticism, but we just don't have enough information. And honestly, I don't really want to have any more information than I've already got, unless there's something truly horrid going on in the background. And I really hope there isn't. Okay, um, let's get on to the proper thing that we're all here to talk about. Uh, I'm going to sound the spoiler horn in a second, uh, because from this point onwards... There will be spoilers for Firefly, for Serenity, and quite possibly for other things Joss Whedon related. Uh, So you have been warned. We're going to sound a spoiler horn, and then we'll get into it. Spoilers! Spoilers!
Spoilers. So why, first of all, why are we talking about Fly, fly and Serenity right Fly this? or fly? Fly fly. Because we're flans. Yeah, we're Firefly flans. <laughs> well, there are a couple of reasons. First of all, why wouldn't we? Firefly and Serenity are awesome. Yay. But also, it's kind of timely because every year, a charity called Can't Stop the Serenity facilitates screenings of the movie Serenity around the world to raise money for the charity Equality Now, which is Joss Whedon's favourite charity and which supports women's rights globally. And it just so happens that Destination Venus and the Geek Pub Quiz, uh, both of whom are... Well, I was going to say both of whom are sponsors of the podcast, although, Steve, you haven't actually given I, me an I advert for the Geek Pub Quiz yet. An advert for the Geek Pub Quiz. It's on the to-do um, list. But also... The people who run Destination Venus and the Geek Pub Quiz happen to be sitting around this table now. Oh, hi. And also happen to be massive brown coats as well. And we love, we love Firefly and Serenity. Uh, and so, Steve, tell us what we're doing. We have organised a Can't Stop the Serenity shindig, a screening of Firefly on the big screen at the Everyman Cinema on Saturday the 16th of September. But we also have an afternoon of activities planned before we show the movie as well. We're going to do a geeky quiz because we have the Geek Pub quiz. We're going to do a cupcake sale with cupcakes themed like Jane Cobb's woolly hat. <laughs> We're going to be playing okay. Firefly board games. We're hopefully going to have people attending in cosplay. We're hopefully then going to have a cosplay competition for all those people. We're going to do an auction slash raffle to uh, make more money. We've even created... <laughs> cocktails with a Firefly and Serenity theme so that people can drink and uh, enjoy themselves and get nice and merry at our fine Yeah, Sunday. I'm kind of gutted actually that because uh, we're organising the damn thing we're going to have to stay sober so we're stuck with Mudder's Milkshake. Ah, oh, but the one good thing is it Mudder's goes on till 10pm which means the two hours after Serenity's finished screening You're going to get sloshed We can then have a couple of drinks to celebrate how well it's all gone and I think then we deserve a cocktail Yeah, fair enough Okay I did actually have a list of the cocktail names which I had saved somewhere I'm just going to Try and quickly get onto my phone. Um, the cocktails are the, the standard everyman cocktails. I've just all I've done is just changed the names, um, but it does mean. Don't that we, tell them that. Tell them that you <laughs> slaved for hours over the recipe. Well, I did do that as well, but obviously we don't want to suddenly then create the most expensive cocktail in the world and find that the, the pub will, or the, the cinema will then turn around and go, "There's no way legally we can serve that drink. That's you know far too." <laughs> Far too dangerous. alcohol. <laughs> Challenge accepted. But it does mean that certain drinks we have... Um, I'm just going to give you the names of what I thought would be good names. So we're going to have, obviously, the Vera. Of course, yeah. Um, the Captain Tight Pants. Yep. Kaylee's Dress. Is that one really floofy? It has candy floss in it. Yes. That's, yeah, that's perfect. perfect. Yep. Um, the Inevitable Betrayal, which is the new name for a mojito. Yeah, well, I mean, that was inevitable, really. Uh, the daiquiri is now Kaylee's umbrella. Colourful, that one. Does it have an umbrella in it? It uh, will do. Uh, we, hopefully, yes. <laughs> Bloody will do. Uh, Good point. The espresso martini is now the jubile early. Nice. Oh, because it's espresso and it's coffee. And ah, I get it. Um, the elderflower spritz <laughs> get that until is uh, the cocktail which contains Prosecco, which is now the Yosaf Bridge. Awesome. Very fitting. We like this. Um, the whiskey sours is the special hell. <laughs> yeah. And uh, my favourite one, which is Campari Gin and Sweet Vermouth, is now the Pretty Floral Bonnet. <laughs> I will end it. <laughs> and yes, uh, Everyman Cinema also does uh, milkshakes, including a salted caramel popcorn milkshake, and we've renamed all the different milkshakes Mudder's Milkshakes. And for an extra £3, you can have a whiskey shot put into your milkshake, so you can have a proper, <laughs> proper Mudder's Milk. Well, that's good to know. Um, so, 
We're going to talk about Firefly and Serenity, partly to promote this event and partly to celebrate it. Um, since we're promoting it, first of all, Steve, because you've got the spreadsheet, or at least you've looked at the spreadsheet more recently than I have, how many seats have we got left? We have, of the 46 seats that we have allocated to us for the screening room, I believe we have six seats still available. So, six people, and only six people listening to this, can come and join us to watch Serenity on the big screen in a proper cinema. The Everyman Cinema in Harrogate. If you as long don't, as they're over 15. If you don't, indeed. Is it a 15? It is a 15. Yeah. So if you're over 15 and you're listening to this, then you can be one of six people who join the rest of us at the Everyman Cinema in Harrogate. If you don't know the Everyman chain, it's how cinemas should be. Big seats, some of them are sofas. Leg room, so that if somebody wants to come out of the aisle, you don't have to stand up. And they'll deliver pizza and drinks to your chair. And burgers and hot dogs. And, and the staff, oh, the staff are lovely. It's, staff are really, really it's fab. Um, it is fab. If you want to reserve a seat, all you need to do is email us at csts.harrogate at gmail.com. And uh, tell us that you'd like a seat. Um, you can also... Because it's a charity event, and because of the license that we have to show the movie, it's technically free. It is a free screening. It is a free screening. We're totally not changing the... Oh, yeah, no. Um, no, sorry. I, I Helen's, gonna... Helen's being massively professional and making very, very quiet signals to Steve to go and turn off the very noisy fan that's going actually, on behind us. I was going to say, are we showing the fan film? But thank you for turning the fan off. Um, oh, we, are, we are hopefully oh, showing no, the no, fan hang film. Hang on, I've got, oh, I've got hang news on, on that. Breaking news. Breaking news. And so the fan's turned off now, so that ridiculous din you could all hear until just now... We've turned off the generator, the hamster has just died. <laughs> it was the fan that was making making this, the temperature in this room moderately bearable. At some point we will all now die of heat stroke, but hey, we love you enough. God, what was I saying? Fan film. Brown coat. No, I was saying something before that, I forgot what I was saying. I do apologise. God, if only somebody was recording this. <laughs> <laughs> On multiple devices. I genuinely can't remember. I, I can't remember what I was talking about. Oh, whatever. Oh, you were talking about how to um, book tickets because it's a charity. Oh, yes, no, sorry, yes. yes. It's, it's free. We'll edit that bit. It's yeah. free, but seriously, come on, we're raising money. Um, yeah. So we are suggesting, only suggesting, mind, um, a donation of £10 per seat, seat. that you'd like. Um, but obviously there will be other things that you can bid on and buy oh, on indeed. the day as well, so it's not yeah. just coming along just to uh, pay for We have seat. many, many, many nefarious plans to separate you from your money on the day. <laughs> and, you know, exchange it for wonderful Firefly and Serenity-related stuff. Um, Plus also but, we have a target to beat as well. We well, raised yeah. uh, just under £400 last year when we did this for yeah. the first time. So we need to raise at least... Four hundred and five pounds this year. Um, I've got to be honest. I've got to be honest. I'm, I'm aiming for at least a grand. I'm hoping so. But. So you can donate to us um, uh, with your suggested donation via PayPal using the csts.harrogate email address. Uh, there is a PayPal me uh, account uh, which I will put in the show notes because I can't remember what it is. But and you can also find more at Can't Stop the Serenity Harrogate on Facebook as well. If you search for it on there, you'll find all the details, all the yeah. links. Uh, including the PayPal all the, details All well. the stuff you need is there. Uh, and so we hope to see you there, but only six of you can come. So so one of you is going to lose out. Well, I'm only sorry. six of you can come and watch the film. The rest of you can Well, come yeah, I mean, you can, you can come and... Amazing if, 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 you're if you a fan, haven't it, been to the Everyman, the Everyman is just spectacular. The whole bar area, it's massive. Oh, um, so and actually, while we're, on the, while we're on the subject, before I get on to Browncoat's Independence Wall... Um, while we're on the subject, massive shout out to Wendy at Sending a Wave. Yes. The UK Firefly and Serenity podcast. 
If you're not listening to it and you like Firefly and Serenity, listen to it. Uh, what are you doing? Just stick Sending a Wave into your chosen podcatcher and you'll find it. Uh, it's more or less monthly. And make sure you like them on Facebook and Twitter as well. Yeah, and it's great. So do that. Um, because it's, it's, since it's such a cool segue, I'm so good at this. It's almost like a professional or something. Funny guy. Sending, sending a Wave Funny guy. Is, is how I found out about the Browncoats Independent War because Wendy interviewed the guy who made it, a guy called Francis, who really likes Firefly. And I should hope so. He made a fan movie. Yeah, and yeah. so he got some of his mates together and shot a movie almost literally in his back garden. He lives in California. His back garden's quite big. <laughs> and it's fantastic. It tells the story of the last couple of days of the Battle of Sorrenti Valley as what's left of the Browncoats make their final stand and a bunch of civilians try to get the hell out of it. Uh, it's beautifully acted. It's really well written. It's quite gripping um it's got really high production values the only way genuinely the only way you can tell is a fan film is they haven't had time to distress all the uniforms <laughs> so everyone does look a little bit freshly laundered but and, ser- and seriously if that's the biggest criticism <laughs> that's the worst thing that's the biggest criticism you can make of a movie how long is it sorry? it's fabulous it's about 90 minutes 90 minutes um like a proper... it's a full-length movie oh sorry you know i thought it was about 20 minutes long and it's awesome but you're going to tell us the good news now as well. Yeah, and the good news the good news is we, we, we had agreement in principle that we could show this, but we didn't have final approval uh, until this morning when I got an email uh, from Francis uh, who said, yeah, of course you can. Yay! Ridiculous. Oh, um, Do you know what? I'm so that pleased was, with this because I've been so desperate to watch this movie, but currently the only way that we've been able to view it has been through a private account uh, through Vimeo, which I've only been able to view on my phone and I don't want to watch it on such a small No you screen. really don't. So I'm actually now not gonna watch it. Mm. I'm gonna wait until so September sixteenth so and we can watch it. We can't screen it in the screening room but we can screen it in the VIP suite that we have. Oh yes so we have it a will VIP be through suite. the projector onto a portable screen. So Turn it into a VIP so, suite. So, so we have that now. Um I still have to make some arrangements to actually download the thing and burn it and stuff. But you know, we've got that that's sort of fantastic. That's that terrific wonderful. news. Uh, I'm we can, very excited we can that. make that announcement in full. So well. yeah. Um so I'll, I'll just get back to Francis um over the next few days. So there you go, we actually have something for brown coats. If you're a brown coat fan, if you're there going, Well, I can watch Firefly and Serenity anytime I like at home. I've got the DVDs, I've got the Blu-rays, I can watch it anytime. Yeah. We've got the brown coat movie that you can't see online. You can watch the yeah. trailer for it. It's not it's not on YouTube or anything like that. Um, and it is on Vimeo, but you need a password, which you're not going to get, basically. <laughs> so uh, believe me, it, it took me more than one time of asking so to get this, a password. Is this the UK premiere of brown coats independent? Just what? I'm genuinely not sure. I will check. That'd I seem to remember you saying that it had never been shown. Here I don't before. think it has because I think it's only been shown at, scr- at um, conventions. I before. will. I will check. That is that is very, very, very exciting. If so, because yeah. That's, yeah. that's fantastic. I will check. Really... Um, so that's that's all of that. Um, we'd love to see you there. Mm. And as I say, if you can't, if you don't manage to get a ticket to the actual screening, you know we're sorry. It's the room's the size it is. We've got it's got the number of seats in it that it's got, mm. and we we can only do it once because the everyman are donating the space to us for free. But so, if you'd still like to support us, we would still happily accept any donations. Any donations of... You know, if you've got any Firefly Serenity stuff that you don't want anymore... Maybe you knit Jane hats in your spare time. That'd be great. 
um, you know, we'll happily take donations of prizes, and of course, we will happily take donations of money for the cause, uh, which is equality now. They do fantastic work. Can um, I just? It's not just equality for women, though, isn't it? Isn't it just gender equality in general? It's gender equality. It's, gen- it's gender equality. Yeah, it, it, Education equality. Because yeah, just... because we live in the world we live in, it tends to be women's rights that mm. need. The support, yeah. but it is also branching into LGBTQ as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so well, I mean, the name says it all. It is about equality. Yeah. So, and you know, do look them up, um, equalitynow.com. Mm. Yes. Uh, and see what they're about, so that you know where your money's going. So, all of that is happening, and it gives us an excuse to sit around and talk about Firefly and Serenity, which we don't do nearly enough of. So, <laughs> it's been at least, I would say, oh, twelve hours since I sat around and talked about Firefly and Serenity. Yeah, that's just too long, man. That's too yeah. long. No, I will be honest. It's been a while since I've watched it. I just, I think since having a baby, it's been. Quite I, hard. I'll be honest. I was going to watch it over the weekend. I was gonna. Well, then I watched Defenders instead. Oh right, yeah, but no, no don't spoilers, start talking about that. Don't yeah. start. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't seen. That However, yet I haven't seen Firefly in a while, but that doesn't mean it's not fresh in my brain. Just one more thing to point out as well. We've picked this uh, Saturday, the sixteenth of September, for the screening because that is also the Saturday of the week. That is the fifteenth anniversary that Firefly first aired <laughs> on TV in the US. Do you know what's terrifying? A kid that was born the week that Firefly came out is doing their GCSEs next year. <laughs> wow. Well, you just had to say that, didn't you? <laughs> Jesus. Can't help myself. Sorry. Uh, so, but we never got to see Firefly when it first came out because no, it, it, it was never on the telly. Yeah, we we didn't have it in the UK. It wasn't on the telly. Um, and so that brings us to our focus because. In an, an attempt to be more professional than we normally are, uh, although we've done so well so far, we? <laughs> we've only been talking for an hour, and already <laughs> we've only recorded. Actually, we're only we're only on forty two minutes on the timer, and quite a lot of the first twenty minutes isn't going to make it in. So you know, <laughs> it's not that bad. Um, but given that given that we didn't, you know, unlike Buffy, where we could just put the telly on, that was Buffy. Yeah, no. we did. We didn't find Firefly that way. We oh. could. We can't possibly have done. We're British. It wasn't on the telly here. Mm. So Helen, start us off. Where did you find Firefly? I found Serenity before I found Firefly. And Makes I remember sense. being at the cinema watching a film that I can't remember and there was a trailer for Serenity on before whatever film it was and I remember thinking that looks <laughs> I genuinely <laughs> genuinely remember watching that trailer and it had the line at the start where it was um, you know divine, divine interesting oh god oh god we're all going to die and I just thought this looks really low budget cheap crappy sci-fi and that was it. I never thought anything else about it. And then one day I came home from work and you had bought Firefly and you watched first one or two episodes. I can't remember. And you basically I'm just going to clarify, given that I asked the question, I'm just going to clarify when Helen says you'd bought Firefly, she is talking to Steve. I yes. do apologise. Yeah. I just assume that everyone can see me. Um, yeah, so Steve uh, had, had watched, you'd watched, because uh, it's, the first episode is actually two, isn't it? Or it's I... the, the first episode is called Serenity, which yeah. is the pilot, which is a double episode. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You, you'd watch you can that see you I... can see where the where the break would have been yeah. if it had been shown as two yeah. episodes. It ends with a. But huh? I, I got huh? home yeah. uh, from a late shift. I probably got home about half ten, and you were just like, "Right, you need to watch this." I was like, "Oh, I'm tired. I've been on my feet all day. I'm tired." I'm like, no, no, you have to watch this. I was like, "Okay, let's watch this," and it was just it's wonderful and amazing and just. And, and I don't even, sometimes I can't put my finger on why it was just so immediately gripping. And, well, I can, it was Mal. That was that was what it was. But yeah. by the end, we watched it so quickly because we didn't want to watch Serenity 
before we would seen Firefly, and it I'm was, glad that we did that. The, the story continues. Actually, it was we were going to go and see. We, we went to the cinema a lot pre-baby, and we had decided that we were going to go to the cinema uh, one Saturday afternoon, and the choice was Serenity or the the Russian uh, vampire sci-fi movie Nightwatch. Oh yeah, and that's a good film. I really, really wanted to go and see Serenity, but I'd heard that it was part of a TV show before it, which I hadn't seen. And so I said, I don't want to go and see something that I'm not going to understand completely. I'm a completist. I'm a geek. Of course, <laughs> I'm going to want the full box set first. And so we chose to go see Nightwatch instead. And so afterwards, we were like, I'll find more about it and I'll, I'll get there in. And then that Christmas, uh, it would have been film 2005 with Jonathan Ross, did the viewers films of the year mm-hmm. and number one was Serenity oh yeah and I was instantly going that movie that we didn't go and see it's been voted the best film of the year really why didn't I not know more about this film why was the trailer so rubbish so then the very next day <laughs> um, I went online and I bought Firefly complete series on DVD and then a few days later it arrived and yeah I watched I think I actually watched the pilot episode twice in the, that first day um, and then third time with me because the first time I watched it I had no idea what was going on because yeah. you were dropped straight into it and yeah. I actually had Brilliant. to watch it with subtitles because I was like what is this in Chinese I quite I don't what, uh-huh. what is going on I don't quite understand and so we we must have then watched the entire Fly Fly box set at least four or five times before Serenity was <clears> then available on DVD and I pre-ordered it and it arrived two days early thanks to the pre-order so you I watched it I, I watched it you watched it before me. I did. I watched because Serenity you on knew my own. What happened to Wash? Because I noticed that that whole lead up to what happens to Wash. Spoilers. He dies. I'm assuming you all know that. It's okay. I will. Spo- I will sound the spoiler horn before the this. The spoiler starts. horn. Wash. Uh, yeah, dies in a rather unpleasant way. You were watching me the yeah. whole time when they're fo- they're free falling out the sky. You were watching me more than you were watching the show, and it was just like. What? What? Because what? I had this horror. Because it, it, oh. his death hit me so hard. It hit him even I, harder. I, yeah. But when <laughs> I, when I, when I first saw it and there was no one else there, I was I was I was in mourning for yeah. a good half a day. Well, it, it's and so, so clever. And then when I saw you, it was just like I'm I, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to spoil it. And you get that feeling in the pit of your stomach that's just like just 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 round about the stern. Round about the same place <laughs> that Wash gets it. And it, it was just I think Helen's actually going to hate me for not warning her that this is about to happen. No, but at no. the same time, I want her to experience it the exact same way that I did but 12 it, hours ago. it's so clever because it happens so quickly and you are with Zoe. Zoe's there going, you know, honey, you've got, you got to wake up. And it's like, no, we've got to go. But, but Wash is just, no, no, we got to go. No, but we, we want to stay here with him, but you've got to go. And suddenly you're on and you're moving on. And it's, it's oh God, it's so... Oh. I will, we'll come back I to it. But I, 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 we, I think I've discussed this with you both before, but there is a very, very clever thing that they do in Serenity with Wash. In about the 15 minutes prior to that. But first, before we get to that, Reg, how did you how discover did you Firefly and Serenity? Become a better person <laughs> by discovering Firefly. Flyify. Um, school. Yay, education um, is important. I was an English teacher. Um, I don't know what year this was, actually. I've got no idea. It must have been the year after Serenity came out. Mm. 2006. Could have been. Might have been 2007. Might have been later than that. Don't know. Yeah. I, to be honest, my, the, the last few years of my teaching at that particular school are a bit of a blur. Yeah. Um, I had heard of Firefly because I used to follow Warren Ellis on Live Journal. If any of our older listeners can remember what that was, 
We're just looking at each other going, what? It's like Facebook. Think right? of Facebook, but without all the Nazis and aggression. Um, Live Journal was lovely. It's my oh, favourite. It's Tumblr. It's my favourite. <laughs> oh, I've got some Tumblr stories I can tell you, mate. Um, uh, it's, Live Journal is my, it's my favourite of all the social networks that have ever existed. I, I miss it terribly. Um, I think it's technically still active, but no one's on it anymore. So yeah, like MySpace. Yeah, MySpace. Yeah, yeah it kind of it, it kind of replaced MySpace. Mm. It's, it's, it's what all the cool kids ditched MySpace for. Yeah, and then of course everyone pissed off to Twitter and Facebook. Um, and became and he, Warren Ellis had um, you know made several comments about oh I see Joss Whedon's space western isn't doing very well in America. You know, it's mm. problems with this and problems with that and. Yeah, and I noticed it on the level of, oh, that's a shame. It sounds that sounds quite good. Mm. Liked Buffy. This is probably. But it yeah. did have a bit. It, it it's well known how troubled its oh, origin yeah. was because we, the pilot episode was never shown initially. They no, started and they showed everything two, else in the wrong order, and, and then every, and then they. All moved right, let's it. just spend the next hour talking about how foxes. They moved it then to different time slots. And then yes, also notoriously litigious. <laughs> um, <laughs> smooth. <laughs> Um, and I, I honestly then thought no more of it. I mean, I don't have cable. I don't mm. have satellite. I get to watch, well, pre-Netflix at least, I get to watch whatever's on the telly. Mm. And it was fairly clear that Firefly was not ever coming on the telly. So mm. I don't know. I'm showing, I'm maybe pick up a DVD. And then I forgot all about it, if I'm honest. Just mm. completely forgot all about it. And then, at some point after the existence of Serenity, and I genuinely don't know what year, it, my, head of de- my then head of department... Hi Claire, if you're listening, you're not. <laughs> Wanted to do um, a GCSE coursework module on genre, and for I, I genuinely don't know why she chose sci-fi as the genre. I I was the only sci-fi geek in the department. She just wanted you to work more. I think that was <laughs> so. That's that, actually yeah, that could well be some yeah. truth in that. But anyway, she she wrote she I, I had nothing to do with it. She wrote a scheme of work based around Serenity. Because that was the last science fiction film she'd seen. Because it was the film that was on when she went to the cinema. It's a blend of genres as well, though, the sci-fi and the western. Well, yeah, it's the sci-fi western, and there was that to play with in the mm. coursework and stuff. So, you know, it was actually, it's a good choice. Mm. And I watched Serenity, and... Before Firefly? Yeah, I watched okay. it, I watched Serenity, well, well, let's be honest, I was teaching it. So, I watched it, and then I watched it several times in ten minutes. Often in the wrong order. It's what happens when you're a teacher. You it's, only it's, see the it's same what, bits it's what again happens. and again and again. And I watched uh, the same ten minute segment about forty times. Which which ten minutes? Battle at the end. Yeah. Um, we we do we do like a good climax in teaching. I wasn't even. Oh, shut up. Oh, are you being dirty? You're not allowed that level Don't of double entendre. Jesus. <laughs> God, it's like being back in the in English base. <laughs> Don't expect, I don't expect that amount of filth from non-teachers. I really don't. Ex-teacher. Ex-teacher. Fair enough. Ex-teacher. Yeah, yeah. I'm a yoga teacher. Does that count? No. I shall. <laughs> <laughs> Spend time in a secondary school. When you're yeah. not there as a if you teach yoga in secondary school, it counts. I, I think I'd rather teach yoga in a prison, to be honest. God knows what that was. That was Ghost the, that was the revving. That was here. the revving of an engine. I think that was Thunderbird too. It, it, it almost certainly got. In fact, so in fact, just looking at the tracks on the screen, I'm it definitely intrigued. got kicked up. So. As to seeing, seeing, I'm glad I didn't see Serenity first, mainly because of the characters of Book and Inara. Did you, what, what did you think of Book and Inara just from Serenity without having that backstory? I didn't get yeah. them properly. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of assumed that Inara, based, based on the context we get in the film, mm. I assumed that Inara was 
basically Mal's ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, from the conversation. Because, because there's that whole... No shirt on. Yeah, because, because there's that, and <laughs> that, there's that the... Yeah, I guess y'all were listening in, yeah? yeah. <laughs> you see us fight? No. Trap! Yeah. Um, you know, it, it was. I, I assumed that that mm. was her. And I didn't really click that no. Book was a preacher. I Book Book seemed to me to be a friend of hers. Yeah, but his death wouldn't have bit of a, been... A bit of a... His death didn't... Didn't initially carry the the impact. Really? Um, washed. Oh god. Um, but but book didn't. I mean, books. I hate to say this. Books kind of a minor character in Serenity. Yeah. Unless you know who he is. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think he's not once, in it a whole lot. Once no, you then not. have read the Shepherd's Tale. Oh yeah. Then, you suddenly then see it starts to be yeah. a thing. And I think as well, everyone knows. Joss Whedon's work everyone expects Joss Whedon to kill off beloved characters mm. because that's what Joss was famous for doing mm-hmm. thanks to Buffy and, and Angel and, and everything. everything else and so then when nobody in Firefly died because it only lasted 14 episodes as soon as the movie came out it was like well guess what he's gonna do yeah who's and gonna die then, ladies and gentlemen place your bets and then when Book does die spoiler alert um, you go right he's done he's ticked that box he's done it let's move on <gasps> Oh God! And then he, then he does. And then <laughs> this is what I was going to get to. He then does something absolutely amazing, which is they pass through River Space, they land on Miranda, and then if you watch it, suddenly everything is focused on Wash. Wash is the one who has the lines to say, "Let's go find that beacon." Mm. Wash is the one who, when they get to the uh, the crashed shuttle, he's the one who says, "Reavers." Mm. it's Wash who's the one who is almost driving the narrative at that point he's even the one that steps forward into frame I think to, to disconnect the, the mm. strange yes. steps display. away in River City yeah, yeah. He's, he's the one suddenly that's doing it and then you get the moment where they're counting on Wash and suddenly Mal is just this voiceover saying Wash how are we doing and you see Wash mm. and he's flying and then suddenly we get to everything happens Yeah. yeah. and then Wash they, has his highest moment I'm a leaf on the wind watch how I saw and everything yeah. They're going to die. Oh, my God. They're going to crash the ship. But no, Wash is going to save them. Everything is focused on Wash. And so you are so driven by Wash mm-hmm. that then suddenly... And I'm going to make a loud noise. That was a rubbish loud noise. Sorry. I'm trying to clap quietly just so it doesn't deafen people. <laughs> but, yeah, suddenly, bang, splat, gone. Mm. Yeah, and as it's I said, taken you, you from don't, you. You don't you have, have that time no to moment to... Yeah. to really yeah, and then it's, it's like, go, go. Yeah. yeah. And it's the next... Book's already dead. You know, he's already had his... Yeah. You know, he's pretty much dead when you see him. But, you well, know, yeah, that's... The, the, most, the most crushing thing about the whole of that, actually, for me, comes slightly after that, when Zoe and Mal go and join the rest of the crew. Mm. And Katie says, where's Wash? Oh, God. And Zoe just says, he ain't, he ain't coming. coming. He ain't coming. Oh, God. Um, so um, how every we... time I see it, I feel like it's not going to happen. Yeah. Every time I watch it, I feel like it's going to be different. Of course, it's not going to be different. But it's yeah, it's very very well done. How do reavers clean their spears? Oh God! They, how? Run, them they run them through the wash. It's too soon, man. It's too <laughs> soon. It's twelve years. No, it's too soon. Uh, it's always too soon. Why can't Mal fly Serenity anymore? Go on. It's dirty. It needs a wash. <sighs> Still too soon. And also a terrible joke. Where did you get this? <laughs> from the dad joke book of Firefly. Actually, no, I think most of these actually come from Nathan Philly at that convention. Come on, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, you oh, just to on. You surely to God know me uh, well enough Alan by Duke. now that I don't have any good jokes. <laughs> so anyway, let's let's move away from Serenity and let's talk about Firefly because it's Firefly is the reason why yeah. we got into Serenity, so I, even though we saw it maybe backwards. I, yeah, see, I came at it backwards. Um, so I, I mean, I was aware of what Firefly was. Hmm. Um, I saw Serenity and that kind of reminded me Oh, hang on, there was this thing called Firefly that I've never seen. Mm. 
But if that's anything to go by, it's going to be great. I'm going to like this. So I was straight, literally, like probably while I was still at work, actually, straight on the old interwebs and onto the uh, onto the evil, evil book and DVD selling site that shall not be named, but it's named after a big forest and a river. And I ordered the DVD mm. box set. I've got evil company prime so it arrived the next day uh and i binge watched the whole damn thing and i absolutely loved it i then yeah. became that weird firefly evangelist that you get where i, I kind of made everybody else in the department watch yes. it yep. yeah because i said look guys we, we, we've been teaching the film which is based on this tv you know it, it, it's this tv series you should have the background mm. So I made everybody watch it. And, uh, Did you have anyone that didn't like it? Um, no. Oh, really? We, we had a couple of friends that... Because that, we, we went through this phase and they just didn't enjoy it. I'm assuming they're not friends they're, of yours anymore. They're dead now. <laughs> we shot them politely. But, yeah, no, no, they're no, not, we, they're we, not we dead. We kicked them into a giant yeah. engine. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and, and normally, <laughs> like things I love, if someone else doesn't love it, it's fine. I didn't make it. It's Everyone's entitled to their opinion. But I took that pretty personally somehow it's like how can you not like what what's not to like what is wrong with you yeah there is there is something about firefly that i mean i i it comes up on the podcast occasionally my mm. wife is not a geek um she's wonderful and lovely but no. but she's very definitely not a geek no. mm. uh, i am married to a woman that's never seen star wars um that's the level of not a geek that my wife is. That could be the turning point, though. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and genuinely, my wife loves westerns, mm. and I keep thinking I should make a watch Firefly. I really should make a watch Firefly, and I never have because I'm genuinely scared that she won't like it, and I don't yeah. know how I'll process that information. Yeah, yeah. I can I've I've actually had the, the the thing, and you you do hear about Firefly fans or flans that Flan. that love it so much that they don't just have. A copy of Firefly on DVD. They have two copies: one to keep, one to lend out to people. Steve, we have three. We do because <laughs> we now have it on Blu-ray as well. I've got two. I've got it on, on DVD and Blu-ray. Yeah, so yeah. we have one to lend out. To and we, we have, yeah, we have one that we will lend out to people. And the good thing is, everybody that I've lent it to has given it back to me, saying thank you. I've now gone and bought my own copy. Yes. We're also the people that when we go into HMV or anything, if Firefly isn't forward-facing, we will we will rearrange I've the shelf. Been, I've been known to do that. <laughs> yeah. So it's so forward-facing. It is. Yeah. It is very much the saga of of DVDs, isn't it? Yes, very much. It's, so. it's, it's a running gag in this place that yeah, you you get someone to buy Saga Volume One, and they will be back the next day for Saga yes. Volume Two. Yeah, yeah. The, the Serenity and 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 Firefly is very much like that. Interesting fun fact. Okay. Ve this is this is verifiably true. Okay. Because um, I've spoken to somebody who's been there. Okay. Um, there is a copy of the Firefly. DVD box set on the International Space Station. I have heard that. I have heard yes. that too. Yeah. I can yeah, verify. Um, I can verify. As well, I, think. I can verify yeah. that it's true. I can't remember who took it up. I can't remember. Um, it's one of the. Yeah. Uh, unsurprisingly, one of the US astronauts. Yeah. It was a woman, wasn't it? it was I think it might have been. Yeah. That's awesome. That is that is brilliant. As I say, if only if only I could reach the keyboard of any of the computers that are. Isn't there also an appeal to change the name of one of the? Space shuttle. There is, to there is. Um, well, not not space shuttle because sadly the big white birds don't fly anymore. But um, one of the Dragon uh, supply modules that supplies the ISS. Um, I think they've said they're going to call it Serenity. Fantastic. Because it's. I mean, let's be honest. It's the kind of thing they name these things anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, Serenity cropped up. It cropped up in BSG the remake very very briefly. Actually, that's one of the other reasons that I got into Firefly and Serenity as well was uh, the 
special effects studio, Zoic, that were involved in Battlestar Galactica had mm-hmm. previously worked on Firefly. Mm-hmm. And in the pilot episode of BSG, you do you, see, you can see Serenity. Just well, you can see a Firefly class. Yes. Yeah. Which I love in Firefly. It's about when you're in space, there's no sound. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It, it's it respects like, the physics. It res- well, to, well, to, some, to, to the point it that can. it can within the storytelling. It yeah. respects the physics. I yeah. mean, I, they've got artificial gravity, which is clearly nonsense, but, you know. One you, you've got to give them. You've got to give them a pass. Yeah. Or you've got to spend a shed load of money on special effects. Yeah, yeah. basically. Mm. Uh, I mean, that's 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 the only reason for artificial gravity in almost all sci-fi. Yeah, it's well, budget. Yeah, oh, you, we can't to, we yeah. can't afford to fake weightlessness. I'm sorry. You, you can't get too picky with this. It is um, it's science fiction. So all, but, yeah, and it's I liked. Mm. And the Firefly like the, Drive um, gets the same pass. Yeah. you know. The use of um, the camera as well when they're in space. It's it's almost like a handheld camera. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a lot more dynamic. Really zooming than just in and coming out. Static. You wouldn't think it would work, but it does. Mm. I suppose because well, they don't use if they use it I like, too often. It would get. I like them. also the way they play with music. Um, if you know, you you probably notice this. My mum is certainly telling you things you already know. But if it's the Alliance, the the background music is always horns and yeah. and wind uh, brass wind instruments. Yeah. If it's the crew, if it's Serenity or the crew, yeah. Or you know regular people, it's guitars yeah. and mandolins Strings. and banjos. Yeah. yeah. Um, you are talking I, to the two people that had an Aras theme played at their wedding, Rich. I am. I was there. I remember. <laughs> we, we, got, we got an actual... We had a string quartet. Yeah, and, and they played the it beautifully. The, yeah, they did. They played it really beautifully. Well. Because they didn't have a... Because it's got a piano in it as well. Actually, an Aras theme is one that I also use um, during my relaxation in my yoga classes. Mm-hmm. We do a big relaxation at the end, and I play that one. And Inside the Tam House. I also have the music for the funeral, but I can't... I can't handle it <laughs> because that that in the the funeral scene was not only the death of um, Tracy. Tracy, thank you very much. Uh, but also that that was when they got the call to say it's been cancelled. That was yeah, so it was almost yeah, like the death of they, the, show. The, the composer Greg so Edmonds, uh, yeah. Edmondson, uh, composed it after the show had been cancelled, and so he he wrote it as a farewell piece to the mm. series. And I'm welling up even now. Just no, knowing that, about is, it. knowing that is just too damn much, isn't yeah. it? Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh... So yeah, it's it's yeah, the music's just spectacular. Okay, me again. Sorry to interrupt, but. Well, I'm interrupting for about a week, because that is the end of the first part of our Serenity Stroke Firefly discussion. Shouldn't that be Firefly Stroke Serenity? I suppose it should, really, shouldn't it? Anyway, whatever we're calling it, that's it for now. Uh, Thank you for joining us. Uh, Big thanks to Steve and to Helen. And we will see you next time when we meet at the gates. Thank you for listening to the Geeks at the Gate podcast. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geeks at the gate. Or contact us on Twitter at geeks at the gates. Or contact us by email on mail4geeksatthegates at gmail.com. That is the number four, not the word. Geeks at the Gates is a production of Venus Rising Media and is proudly made in Yorkshire. Jane is layered. 
Well, that's also. I mean, Jane is Jane is is Layord. Is Layord. about Firefly that makes me sad is the fact that I am allergic to strawberries in real life and every time I see Kaylee uh, eat a strawberry I just want to shove many strawberries cruel. in my face and make that exact Kaylee strawberry orgasm face that she makes. That's cruel, that's not it fair. Is. That was like the kid that lived in our building and he was he was an amateur movie maker and he was making a zombie movie. And oh, you told me about yeah. yeah. And it was in the car park, and it was you know, one kid had a hammer or something, an axe. and he was he had an axe, yeah. and they were beating up another kid. And this woman, yeah, all they saw was fake blood, and like, rang the police, and the police were, got in international news, I think. Mm, but that but things everybody thought it was me. <laughs> everyone just assumed. Everyone, everyone saw zombie and the name of our building, and thought it's yeah. got to be Steve. <laughs> There you have it. Um, a couple of things that I'd forgotten. First of all, that we used to swear quite a lot back in the days before this was actually on the radio. And I think I caught everything. I hope I caught everything. If I didn't, I'm really sorry. Also, please ignore all of the email addresses and donation links and such that we advertised because they're not there anymore. Uh, Equality Now still is and is still a great charity doing great work, so you could still support them. Google Equality Now. And as noted right at the start of the show, the intro, that show was recorded just as the rather unsavoury headlines about Joss Whedon were beginning to air. News is beginning to leak out. And obviously, we were trying desperately to give our hero the benefit of the doubt. Uh, subsequently, it has become extremely obvious that... Um, yeah, there, there isn't a huge amount of hurt just Whedon's behaviour anymore. Does that mean the man's beyond redemption? No. But um, is it going to make me go and seek out his next project? Also, no. But I am going to say that Firefly and Serenity still hold up. Uh, Serenity is... It's not as good as having the, the ten or so episodes of season one of Firefly that we were deprived of. It's certainly near substitute for season two, three, and onwards. But it does wrap up the story. You you, you do have with Firefly Serenity a nice fully rounded, completed story. It gets to a satisfying end point. Um you will have noticed that that was part one of two. Uh, because I'm not evil, I will be dropping part two of that discussion into one of the repeats. Uh, obviously, this is dropping on Thursday, the 4th of January. There's a repeat on Saturday, there's a repeat on Tuesday. One of those repeats will have part two, which means you should also be able to find it on listening again. Uh, I will also drop it into the podcast feed again as soon as I get back to my actual lap. Uh, so you could just stick geeking with Destination Venus as a search term into your podcatcher of choice and you'll find the episode there as well. Because I don't want to leave you half done. So what we have now is me madly vamping for eight minutes and 20 seconds or so, uh, just so that we don't have any dead air. Honestly, everything I planned for this week 
is that completely up in the air. I do have notes that I was going to turn into a script for the episode you're supposed to be listening to now, and they're also not where I am. They're somewhere else, and so can't actually do that either. And so the last few minutes of the show, I think I'm basically going to be a trailer for what's coming up in 2024. I, I have been giving some thought to the rather scattershot nature of the show. And I think what I'm going to try and do is streamline it. The problem often is, you know, I've got news and I've got reviews and there's stuff happening in science and there's stuff happening in space. And it's just not really possible to cram it all into an hour. So what I keep doing is throwing news items into the mix spending 10 seconds on them and sort of think, oh, I'll come back to that later, and then never doing that. And that's that's not really terribly informative or helpful. So what I think I'm going to do is that in a perfect world, I mean, I actually have three slots at Arabic Future Radio. In a perfect world, I would record three one-hour shows a week. Uh, it's not a perfect world, and there are certainly not enough hours in that week to record three hours of a, a show. So not doing that. But what I am going to do, I think, is devote a week to reviews and then a week to space and then a week to science. And so that, you know, we, we come up with something solid and substantial every week. And over the course of several weeks, we'll cover everything. We've always struggled to be fully topical. We're a weekly show. So, you know, if news breaks on a Thursday afternoon, I don't tell you about it for a week. So we've never been completely current. And I think that's probably the best way of doing it. What that might also do is make it easier to schedule getting other people on the show. Because something that listening back to that discussion with Stephen Helen reminded me of is how much fun Geeks of the Gates used to be. You know, just a few mates sit around a table talking about stuff we care about. That was the original concept for the show. And obviously there are many reasons why we don't do it like that anymore. But the main one is scheduling. So maybe if things are a bit more spread out and we've got a bit more time, might be able to make that work. A cynic might suggest that you probably shouldn't hold your breath, but, well, that would be cynical. So since we have a couple more minutes left, uh, just a couple of thoughts about things that are forthcoming in 2024. I'm excited but nervous about the new season of Doctor Who. It, it increasingly looks from what I see that it's going to be taking a much more fantasy-based approach, and that seems to have been confirmed now. And I'm not sure I like the idea of a fantasy Doctor Who. I, I trust Russell T. Davis to a point, but I don't know. Might be that they really are finally making a Doctor Who that isn't for me. We will, of course, find out in the spring. And I'll have more details on that fantasy approach that Russell T. Davies is going to be taking with the show in a future edition of, uh, of Geeking. Beyond that, and honestly not seeing much on the TV or the big screen to excite me from a geek perspective in 2024. So, um, Honestly, not that much to talk about. Although, I suppose that does make it quite likely that as far as reviews go in 2024, you're going to be hearing a lot more about comics than you are about TV 
of film. I do, though, have very big plans for Thought Bubble in November, which I know seems like a long, long way away, but my experience of many years of attending Thought Bubble now have taught me that uh, November only seems like a long, long way away until suddenly it doesn't. And so I plan to plan all year. And I'll be sharing my plans with you guys because, well, actually mostly because nobody else will listen. And you clearly do for reasons that continue to escape me. I will also be trying to do a lot more with the Geek Community Notice Board and the Geek Community in general in 2024. So if you have a geek-related business or a geek-related event, please get in touch, info at destinationvenus.co.uk. I would love to feature your event and even feature your business. We don't do advertising as such, but I am more than happy to come and talk to you about what it is you do, if it's appropriate to the themes of the show. So if you have a geek-related business, hit me up, info at destinationvenus.co.uk. That, of course, is also the email address to use for any comments, complaints, suggestions, feedback of any kind. But for now, I'm going to leave you with just a bit of an apology. Um, these are not ideal circumstances to be recording in. I don't have all my gear here. I don't have my mic. I'm using the computer's built-in microphone, which I would never normally do. Uh, I, I don't have access to the... I, actually, rather annoyingly, the, the software that I use for levelling the sound out so that you don't get sudden sudden leaps in volume and stuff. Um, I could have used that here because it's not physically on my computer. I always use the online version. I've forgotten the password, so I couldn't even do that. So it's less than it's, it's a less than ideal start for 2024. I think it's fair to say. But do you know what? Who cares? That just means that the only way is up and. Sort of by default, really, next week's show is bound to be better. Huh. I guess you just have to tune in to find out. Uh, we will be back at 8 o'clock on uh, Harrogate Community Radio next Thursday. Uh, we'll be in the podcast feed also at some point around that, if you ever want to check us out on the podcast version, which at the moment is exactly the same as the radio version, but they used to be different, and they may be different. As I said, you can just stick Geeking with Destination Venus into your podcast catcher of choice. And, of course, you can also use the Harrogate Community Radio app and the Harrogate Community Radio has Listen Again and all that kind of stuff. So we're easy enough to find it. Sorry for not having any jingles and stuff this week. Uh, again, uh, the, even even the sting that I always use, that you may have noticed, it, I, I just robbed it out of the theme music that was already in the recording that I downloaded of the old Geeks at the Gates episode. Um, if you do want to hear the second part of that discussion... It will be in Tuesday, repeat, of this show, which is a decision I've just made. If you're listening to this on Saturday, then you've heard the first part of the discussion. And I guess we will probably just leave that there. Thank you very much for listening. I promise you we will do a much better job of putting the show together for the rest of 2024. I look forward to discussing all of the geeky news, views and reviews that happen with you over the course of the next 12 months. We will see you next week. Until we do, be kind to yourself, be kind to absolutely everybody else. Stay safe, stay sane, and above all else, 
stay geeky. We'll see you next week. Bye.